Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. And in this podcast episode, me and Mr. T, we're talking about our experience day gaming in Serbia and not for the first time. This is me going back to Serbia for the second time because the first time I went there, I didn't do bad day game wise, but I didn't do as good as I was used to doing in other countries. Whereas this time when going back, I was actually doing very well. I wasn't getting a lot of blowouts uh, compared to the first time I was there. Uh, numbers weren't that flaky. Girls were coming out on dates. And I think I got a pretty good understanding of the dating culture in Serbia. And this was this also wasn't Mr. T's first time in Serbia. So basically, we're just chatting and sharing our ideas about the dating culture there, how the game works there, what you should know, what you should take into consideration, and whether it's a good day game destination. If you're new to my podcast, then make sure you're subscribed to my mailing list because for one very simple reason, a lot of the content I put out doesn't actually make it to the podcast because I put out some more content on YouTube and also I'm often doing interviews for other podcasts, for other YouTube channels. For example, I actually did two interviews about dating in Serbia on a popular YouTube channel uh, of a girl who lives in Serbia, but uh, as I couldn't cross-post them on my YouTube, I simply sent the links to them to people on my mailing list. So if you want to make sure you don't miss out on any other goodies I put out, uh, just go to my website, strobert.blog, it is strobert.blog, and join a mailing list there. And a few updates for those who are interested in getting some infield coaching in Europe this summer. So I'm not uh, coaching anymore in June and I'm fully booked all of July. So if you want to get some coaching in Europe this year, then uh, the option is August so far. Uh, in And basically I don't have any countries planned, so I'm... I'm pretty much open to travel wherever students want me to travel and I might do some more coaching in Europe in September but probably late September I will leave the US and then again when it gets colder I'll go to Central America, Mexico and maybe Colombia in South America. So if you want to do something in Europe then August and early September are your best bets. If you want to know more about day game coaching then just head over to my website saintrobert.blog and on the top menu, click on Learn Day Game. You'll see all the info there and fill an application. Tell me a country you want me you want me to go to, and I'll send you the dates we could do, the prices, etc., etc. And now, without any further intro, let's get down to me and Mr. T discussing day game in Belgrade, Serbia. And we promise that Mr. T, sitting on my on my left. Uh, would interview me about Del- a day game in Belgrade, how I was here one and a half months ago, uh, one and a half years ago, and this was the first place I went on a long day game trip. This is when I started traveling, this is when I became, started living the nomadic lifestyle, and Belgrade was the first place I went to for a month. And I was getting results in Riga, I was getting results in Krakow, Poland, I was getting pretty good results in uh, Prague, in Czech Republic, but when I came to Belgrade, I got destroyed. I was not ready for 10 blowouts in a row. I was not ready for the fact that girls would flake and wouldn't come out on dates. And when they came out on dates, I didn't know what to do with them. I just, my game was nowhere near that level, even though it was good for other countries, but not for a place like Belgrade. Whereas now I came back to Belgrade and uh, I'd say I did okay. I didn't day game as much as I wanted to, but I got the same delay here. I got a few really good dates here with really, really nice checks. So I'd say now I did, if, 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 if the first time I came here, Belgrade definitely won. <laughs> <laughs> then this time I would say uh, I won. And I'd, last time I was here, I, I didn't want to come back. I was really scared of Belgrade. I, I, before coming here, I mean, do you remember how yes, anxious um, I was when we were sitting chatting about yeah, this in New York? Yeah, so Robert was, it was like, man, if I, he was so anxious that he was, he said that uh, he almost had his whole reputation or his sense of his ego tied to how the yes, game played out. My ego was tied to how this would tie would, would kind of play out. play out and and now after being here a while in the beginning I just started realizing I can do this if I want. I can get results here if I want and I started asking myself do I actually want these type of types of girls that are here and in the beginning I did not because it was pretty cold and when it's cold in Belgrade they 
don't really go out that much. They're not showing too much skin. Like they're not paying too much attention to how they look. But the warmer it got, the more beautiful girls we started seeing outside. And uh, so in the beginning, we had a big kind of... <laughs> basically, we were sitting when when Mr. T arrived. We were sitting in a in a in a restaurant, in a Mexican restaurant, and eating eating lunch for the first yes, day he came here. And, and he was just like, "Oh my God, look at that chick! Oh my God, look at that chick! Look at that chick! Look!" I, was, I just looked at them. And I was like, "Yeah, but did you see her face? Like she was she was like her face was really bad." And he's like, "Yeah, but the booty, the tits, the booty, the, the tits." The faces weren't that bad. They're just up. No, well, no, they're not that bad. They're just okay. They're average. They're average yeah. for those for those particular girls. That is the ones that he's mentioning. Yeah. So so the thing here is you 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 mostly either get face or body. Very rarely we saw girls where face was really nice and the body was really nice. Rarely. Mm. Very rarely. Almost. I still even now I I can still say I I, I still think here you either get one or the other. I, I didn't see many girls that had both. Yeah. Though I for my. From my point of view, like they weren't like egregiously unpretty, right? Like I feel like they would have like great figure and kind of okay face, um, and maybe yes, you'd have like great face and kind of okay body, and then trying to find the balance between the great body, great face. Sure, I'm not saying they were ugly. I'm just saying especially they were not compared hot. to America. They were so. not hot. Like the faces, like they were beautiful for Europe, they were beautiful for USA, but they were I think they'd beat a lot of people. Not super USA. hot. They would beat most they people in the USA, lot. most most places in Europe, but still it, it was not what you would ex what I expected. It was lower quality than what I expected. Basically they look very hot, but then like the first, the night when we went out taking some photos and we went to Beton Hala uh, with to the clubs and bars mm -hmm. next to uh, next by the river on the on the promenade, and we would see these fucking hotties, and we would open and up close you see, that's a lot of makeup, and under that makeup the the skin is pretty bad, and she's not that hot actually under all of that makeup, so they were still beautiful, but but the the makeup gave most of the beauty in in very many cases is, is all I'm saying. They were still beautiful for for most of the world. They were still mm -hmm. still beautiful, yeah. and also very stylish. They dress a lot better than. A lot of girls. I live, compared American wise, like they will even the they'll still dress way better. Like yeah, they still look just really nice. They take they pay attention to those. Yeah, things. it's important for them to look good. It's important for them how hot they look, uh, and they pay a lot of attention to makeup to to their clothing. Uh, well, it's interesting. Well, at the same time, you'll see like let's say you would have this big group of people who look like fucking shit and dress like shit. Maybe even if they're hot, they dress like shit, like like walking around in a shitty tracksuit. Hipsters? <laughs> no, no, not hipsters. Like not, not even like wave like nineties. Like like looking like trash. Not really thinking what they're wearing at all. Like just like you imagine like fat Americans in an American town, middle of nowhere, like dressing like that. And then you would have these chicks that or and guys too, like people that really pay attention to how they look, how they're dressed, how they're groomed really really nice so you have this like day and night contrast contrast yeah or between people that look like like crap and be between people and people who look really really good so you have to you have to understand that uh when i came here in the beginning uh it was it was definitely extremely scary i was really really afraid to open uh, like but I, I went out the first day and obviously i did my open and i got the first number the first open i did uh so I was going out, but the weather was pretty shit. And but I, I was surprised I was getting okay results because and I, I uh, and I know why. There were very my game right now is very very different. So the thing you learn when you travel a lot for day game is you don't only improve your game. For example, if I go to if I go to Poland, then my game in Poland will be a little bit different. And then I go to to Prague and my game in Prague will be a tiny bit different and I go to let's say I go to Belgrade then and in Belgrade my game will have to be different and I'm not even talking to going to places like Mexico where your game has to be really different uh, so each time I go to a new country I learn I learn to learn how to game there I learn to adjust my game to each city and if in the beginning I was, I, I knew, I, I thought, oh, I know, this is how day game works. I'm getting laid, and I was getting laid in Riga, and in Krakow, in Prague, 
and I go to a new city, I'm, I'm keeping doing the, the same shit. I'm not doing the same stuff that works there. But no, in every city, game is slightly bit different. Like, of course, 80, 90% is the same. But if you go to cities that aren't as easy, that those adjustments are really, really important. And if you go to a place like Belgrade and, and you'll do the same shit you do anywhere else. For example, I remember I opened this, this cute chick and, and uh, oh, by the way, guys, if you're listening to this on iTunes, this is on YouTube, most likely in a video format. So there is some shit to see when, when in this conversation video format. So I suggest you actually watch this on YouTube, but well. Uh, so I opened this, this cute chick and, and, and she stops and I say, hey, sorry, I know this is really random, but I just had to say you looked really cute. And she just looked at me and like with her finger, just like, ah, <laughs> and just walked off. It was like, nah, ha, ha. I just, oh my God, that, that was hilarious. So that's the game here. If you, if you go around telling them they look hot, well, they know they're hot. They, here they know they're hot and they're used to be seen as hot. Everyone kind of, even the local guys, they know they're hot. So the girls feels in a way that's only appreciated for their hotness. And I actually used to play on, on this with this thing a lot on the dates. I'd say, yeah, you know, I've traveled a lot. I've seen, I've seen many places and, and uh, you know, there are many beautiful girls in many countries I go to and many places I go to, even in Serbia. A lot of girls who are really, really beautiful. But then I talk to them and I realize they haven't really traveled much and they haven't done anything in their lives. And and unfortunately, I'm kind of sad to see that a lot of girls are just hot, and but they're not that interesting, so I don't like it here. And for, for me, it's really important what kind of people I hang out with, because, you know, I've traveled and, and I've met so many people, and I, I really like to have cool and interesting and adventurous people around me. And I would say shit like that on a date, and now she's like, oh, fuck. He knows I'm hot, but but like, do I have anything more to, to add to, to his life? And... So it's definitely something worth uh, worth seeing in in in, uh, in Belgrade. But wait, so you you came here? You you this was your fourth time in in Belgrade, right? Third. I thought it was my fourth, but it's actually my third. Your third time in Belgrade. So uh, and oh, it's funny because before you came, like so so one thing where we were laughing why you should come to Belgrade is because like there are no black guys here. It's like almost yeah, no black people. So the last time I was here, I did feel like I had a lot of the shiny. Well, not shiny factor, but it, I definitely got a lot more uh, stares, or at least a bit like walking the street. I'd have more eye contact with people, um, and so yes, I was I was banking on same thing happening this time, but it didn't happen that way. Yeah, because before you came, there was no black people. I saw maybe like Very few. in like I I I you've been here for two weeks, and before you arrived, I had been here for one and a half months, and. I, I saw maybe like a few black people on the streets and the weekend when you arrived, like a few, one or two days before that, I start seeing black guys everywhere. Like just Knez Mikhaila was full with black people. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? Like, why? <laughs> and, and someone told me, oh yeah, there's like some sporting events. So we have a lot of like uh, athletes in the city and it's like full with black guys. For example, the chick I was seeing here, my regular, uh, which was a day game, same day lay with a Serbian girl. <laughs> um, she told me that she was opened in one day by four different black guys on, on the main shopping street. So I don't know what was happening there. So how was your experience this time in Belgrade? Uh, not well. I guess I got to go on way more de date. Well, you got more, more lazy in two weeks than I did in two months when yeah. we talk about day game. <laughs> well, more lazy in one week. Yeah, in two weeks, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I have to say that uh, I think after one one of the girls actually ended up uh, going on a date with was extremely gorgeous. I don't even think she knows how gorgeous she is because uh, she she it wasn't the thing. Which one? Mine. Uh, Russian Serbian, the one you tied up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, ironically, I have a very dry sense of humor, and usually in America, <clears throat> I have a I have a deadpan face when I when I make my jokes, and when I make those jokes, people like take them too seriously and get so offended. But I found that a lot of times when I did that, a lot of people got it. Like not just people. Like I was in uh, when what when cafeteria, and I. One of the waitresses asked me, so how's your, how's your breakfast? And I just li literally stared at her and I was like, it was terrible. And she's like, really? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I knew it. I'm like, yeah, I want a refund. And she's like, oh, you want a refund? And so she's like, she's pretending to tap her 
<laughs> she's like, oh, I'm sorry, there's no refunds. And she kind of got the joke and I was like, oh my God, this is the first time someone actually got my joke despite me not actually smiling. Yeah. And uh, so this girl that I met, um, uh, the, the Serbian girl, Serbian Russian, uh, she, same thing, she caught on pretty quickly and uh, we actually had a good vibe going. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just kind of a blessing from the gods that I magically found a super attractive girl who got my sense of humor and was not trying to play any games. She was just like very straight up, oh yeah, I'll come get a drink with you. So that was cool. Hey, you know what? What? Fuck you, my life was Serbian, <laughs> yours was Russian, Serbian, Albanian. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, actually, yeah, I never thought about that. But uh, so, in contrast to the time when everybody was here, I remember that oh, time. Yeah. Like you guys had been here for a month. Um, I know I came about. Um, I came about a month after you guys had already been here, and you three were weeks, you're think. all drained and you're tired, and yeah. I just got off my flight. I had my luggage, and I'm literally doing approaches with my luggage running, and I'm like, "Why are you not approaching?" <laughs> like, Fuck no! I was I was done. No, because right now I see when we go on trips with you, I see like. One and a half, two weeks in, you're like, I don't want to do anything anymore. Like, fuck that. <laughs> and I'm kind of now used to this lifestyle. I've been doing this for like almost almost two years. And, and I'm used to being in new cities all the time and just kind of going out when I want to go out and not going out when I don't want to go out. But I, I totally get like, now I see how, 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 how I was the last time we were here, like you arrive like later and you see me being so drained. Like I, I was mm -hmm. not used to this lifestyle and I thought I have to day game all the time. But now I don't really like I enjoy the city. And, and But anyways, so let's talk about different things that happened here. Well, first of all, let's talk about the things that, that uh, no one wants to talk uh, about. So let's talk about online and fat life. Mm -hmm. Because when we were in Mexico with you, we've spoken about this on the previous podcast, we were seeing how much being a tourist on Tinder in Mexico means something. So we were Tindering there. And, yeah. and in, in Mexico, Tinder gold cost like eight or nine euro a month. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had Tinder gold in Mexico. And, and then my sub subscription hadn't ended when I was in New York. And, and I had like still like a one, one week left of Tinder gold for free, basically. Mm -hmm. And so I set my location to Belgrade to kind of see, hey, like before I arrive, let me set up some dates from online to experiment with it. And now Let's talk about whether it was worth doing it and whether it's actually worth to do any online game when it comes to Belgrade. So I had different profiles. I had my good traveler bio, shit I'm interested in with some nice photos and it had nothing kinky, nothing like that. And I, I got some matches, I got some chats, but all of it was fairly like traditional. It was nothing crazy and so it was not worth doing with a regular profile. Then I set up a profile with bondage pictures, uh, most of which were taken down because Tinder didn't like like those things. But but anyway, so I set up this uh, uh, bondage profile saying that, hey, I'm looking for a rob bunny in, in, in Serbia. And I also mentioned I'm not looking for a one-night stand, I'm not looking for a wife, something in between. And I got a few good matches from that. I came here, I, I went out, I did some bondage, I did some... <laughs> drilling <laughs> I got a few lays from there and uh, several dates and let's put it like that I, I got a dates I got lays was it worth doing it was the quality good enough well for me knowing how scared I was to go to Belgrade to return here I think it was a good decision just to kind of come here sleep with something have a few regulars like not, not the Such level I, yeah you know, just like, sort of them like chill and was like okay at, at least i got something but in general would i suggest doing anything like that for serbia no not at all uh it's fairly boring uh the quality is nowhere near what you see on the street so i would not suggest doing any online stuff for belgrade at all you see the girl, the hot girls on Tinder, but will they come out? Yeah, like I had some crazy matches and like with some really hotties and chatting with them, but like they never came out. So like, fuck it, it's not worth doing any online stuff for Belgrade. I did some fat life, so I, I went on fat life groups and I found the local kind of. No, let's, I don't know, you can't call it like ads, but like I just made in the local po a forum, mm -hmm. I just said on fat life. Fat life is like uh, Facebook, but for kinky people. And I said, hey, like, I'm this traveling guy, da 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 da, like a nice bio. I was like, I'm looking for a few rope bunnies uh, to, to practice with in Serbia. Not looking for a hookup, not looking for a wife, da da da, all the same shit, same copy paste stuff that I had on Tinder. 
uh, I actually did met a few girls that were into bondage or are curious about bondage. They had done bondage in the terms of artsy ways, but they had never been tied up for sex. So uh, that was pretty fun. They were pretty okay, but again, not something I would approach on the street. Um, one of them was pretty funny because she had slept with over 100 people. Only three of those were guys. <laughs> so she had slept There's with like hundred chicks. Uh, she was in this relationship where she she was just bringing ho home chicks to her, for her boyfriend to have threesomes with all the time, like 70, 80 chicks just in that, those, that relationship. That's incredible. Uh, we did some fun with her. The, the only fun note about her was I, I knew she had never done anal and was interested in it, uh, in it. and actually with... <laughs> I decided before fucking her, I'll actually start with anal. <laughs> That's what I actually did. So that was kind of funny. Uh, so is it worth doing all, all the fat life and all of that stuff? Again, I would say not really. You can meet a lot of fairly kinky people in Belgrade just from day game. Uh, and now, actually, yeah, this is the next topic mm -hmm. we could cover is... Belgrade is this weird city with very, very different types of girls. You would get the traditional girls, you would get the, the chicks that will easily fuck on the first date or even same delays and you get something in between and you get girls that will sleep with you only after marriage <laughs> and you get girls that, are like I don't know, like all types of weird stuff. So I guess that would just mean same as the whole world, right? You have some people in... Well, not really, because here you have a lot of traditional girls, and they're really traditional. It's not like okay. so in, in Latvia, for example, or in many other countries. What I, what I so what what I view as really good game is I don't I don't think like if if you sleep with a girl who has thirty lays, she's banged thirty guys, and you sleep with her on the first date. Wow, big deal! You really needed game for that. Well, fuck you, you didn't. Uh, whereas if you take a girl who slept with a few guys, maybe like 5, 10, maybe like 13, something like that, like not really crazy, but like not a church girl either, but like fairly low lay count for a girl, let's say under 10, and you take a girl like that, she has never slept with anyone on her first date, uh, and I don't know, she's never had like a same day lay or anything like that, and you, and you take a girl like that and you sleep with her on her first date, well, that requires some game, and that, that's what I view good game. You take someone who doesn't do that shit normally, and you, and you sleep with her on the first date, or you have a same delay, or, or anything like that. So, and that's good game. You take that good game to, any, to, to many places in the world, and, and it works. You take that good game here, and the same traditional girl who hasn't had many guys before, uh, she will not fuck you. Most likely not. Exactly. So that's that's the traditional part here. You have a lot of girls here that regardless of how amazing your game is, like she's not going to sleep with you. And that's the difference here. The traditional actually means traditional. Traditional means they have framed. Once they made a decision, they're going to stick to it. And that is one reason why I would really think hard before ever having a Serbian girlfriend. I think their frame, even if they kind of decide to be in relationship with you and they like, kind of give up their frame, I think they still have a lot of frame and, and they would kind of never really truly submit. Like, I don't know. By so. frame, do you mean that they'll just set their boundaries and you're not going to change Yeah, and you're not going to change they them. They just set their minds to something. Yeah, so. and, and I'm not going to, like, we, we saw, like, chicks on the street screaming at their boyfriends, like, <laughs> hitting their chest, like, on the street. We saw that shit, like... Several I thought cases. That was very passionate, by the way. I was like, no, oh. she was she was pissed, and the guy didn't do anything. The guy was just standing there, I was thinking like, "Fuck that!" Like, chick screams at me like that, and like he's hitting my chest. Like, I'm fucking off. She can go fuck herself. <laughs> uh, so, so you have you have girls that are really traditional here, and and no matter what your game is like, forget it. Uh, at the same time, I met many girls that are really kinksters. And I met some that are kinky and that you can sleep with them if you have good game. But I met some that are kinksters, but only in a relationship. So that's the interesting thing. Kinksters, but, on, but still traditional. Traditional mm -hmm. kinksters. Yeah, yeah. So I saw a lot of that here. Uh, uh, what else? So traditional girls, kinksters. And, and you have here... Belgrade is changing. I think it has changed in the last one and a half years since I was last time here. It has become more kind of feminism. The good type of feminism is is kind of rising here because uh, 
survey is a place where the public perception of sex and what a woman is and what a man is, they had this incident where an influencer dude with 250,000 uh, Instagram followers was on a public TV show and uh, with two chicks talking, they, the interviewers were like two girls and talking to him. And he said something like, she's a woman that I'm dating. How the fuck can she say no to me when I want sex in a relationship? She doesn't have a right to say no. And he said some crazy shit like that. Uh -huh. And one of the girls in the show just, one interview, the interviewer just stood up and said, I'm not going to do this and walked out. And this shows what Serbia is like. For doing that, that chick was fired from her job. So they have these very old school looks at relationships relationships at what is what and the gender role kind of thing. A gender role type of thing yes so it's fairly fairly weird like so uh, and i'm not big uh, like i don't like that it's kind of like i don't know like day gaming in middle east i wouldn't do that <laughs> try and it's it's like that but then again now we have this they have this positive type of feminism raising here, uh, growing here, becoming kind of popular here, where girls are saying, well, like, I can choose whether I want to have sex with you or, or, or not. I can choose whether I stay in a relationship or leave. And that's good. They are becoming, in a good way, more sexually open. Uh, yeah. They are becoming also... I, I met girls that were curious about bondage so so that's interesting at the same time i, I did have that girl who threatened me <laughs> with, with some guy that that she's seeing that works in some like she sent me like oh my friend works at this and she sends me like abbreviation of three late letters he wants to talk with you but about your instagram photos of why you're actually in serbia i'm like who the fuck is that guy what is that abbreviation what does it mean and I'm like she sends me a screenshot and i go to wikipedia and it's like it's anti-terrorism and organized crime mm. unit in service, like, oh, fuck you, chick. And I just told the buy and blocked her on Instagram, blocked her on WhatsApp. And uh, yeah, I don't know. How did you feel as a, as a day gaming this time as a black dude here? Uh, so I, I don't know if it was just, I don't know what changed. Uh, it did seem a bit less strenuous than the last time, but it's possible that I was just like the first time I was officially doing multiple approaches kind of thing um i still find that it's a lot easier for me to have eye contact uh with anyone i'm approaching or anyone walking on the street than it is in say new york where no one will look in my way but i know that those who do are at least curious so it's like well yeah it's just really funny but i appreciate the fact that people actually look people in the eye um I know the very first day that I arrived, uh, <laughs> I was experimenting. I did a lot of approaches the very first day I arrived. And uh, there was this one very interesting scenario where uh, I was trying, I was about to approach a two set, but then realized that I was walking, while I was walking, there was this one girl who was walking literally towards me and she gives me an IOI and immediately I just flipped my original plan in real time and we're walking and we're so close and I just kind of like I stopped and she almost reaches out to give me her hand and I just take it and like we're standing there really really close like this close she's with a friend who looked like might have been her mom but I always just say is this your friend um, but she's literally just gazing in my eyes and I'm just looking down and I'm very chill and I'm like what the hell is going on but I try to kind of she didn't speak that much English and I'm trying to at least kind of get some conversation going because I know the attraction is there. I just need to work on everything else. Um, and quickly, uh, I kind of told her where I was from and um, just talked in a very low voice. Uh, and it just seemed beyond. So I eventually I'm like, hey, I'm trying to figure out what the logistics are because I'm like, are you guys, are you going to keep on walking? What are you doing Thursday evening? And her friend says, oh, her, her friend's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like going to just go and rest and I'm trying to get her out. She couldn't leave her friend, so eventually I do like a number. I get her number to contact her later. But that was such a weird, weird thing that happened with the eyes and like just the proximity on the hand that I spent the rest of that evening just trying to test it out. I think you remember <laughs> where I'll just approach people and I like put my hand while gazing in their eyes and see like try to replicate the thing. And ironically, funny enough, out of four approaches, uh, three of them responded exactly the same way, and then one 
group i literally tried it on this girl who took my hand and she was like what is this and like she just yeah. sidestepped me and i was like okay right. yeah one of them did not work at all she's like what is this who are you what's going on but that was a, that was a great start to my very first day and uh, i think it set the tone uh again because i feel a lot more comfortable here um so and a, a lot of people when they're receptive they're receptive when they're not i'm just like it's not me like they definitely just don't like me that's the good thing here it's like people are so direct that you're not going to get that whole bullshit of, yeah, I'll give you my number and not respond. No, they'll be like, nah. Nah. They don't like your face, they will ignore think. you. They'll yeah. be like, you're not my type. And as a day game, I think I can appreciate that because the time wasted on people who are not into you is just, it's just a shame when that happens. You know about that? I was thinking about that when I was coaching here because I coached two guys here. And, and, and one of them, so we, 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 did, we did just one day of, of coaching and... And, and after the session, I thought he did well, like the girls were stopping and, and giving him at least something and he got a few numbers and and then he said, yeah, but like I got like eight blowouts. I was like, what? You didn't get a single blowout. <laughs> yeah, but they left like within the first 10 seconds. I'm like, no. what's well, not a blowout? Like she left within 10 seconds. And the first time I came here, I felt like that. Like I, I would call those blowouts where like I would stack and she would leave. I would stack and she would leave. Right after open, she would leave. And, and I, I, I was like, oh my God, because I'm not used to it. It's not like that in Latvia, in Poland, in Czech Republic, other places. Like you would still chat to chicks, whereas here they would just like, they would just like walk off. It's like, yeah, okay, bye. Like, so in a way, if you're, if you're fragile and, and your, your ego gets crushed by too many short sets then this is not the place it's to come to uh, maybe let's talk a bit about technicalities on dates and and what are the most important things that i learned in in this trip uh how how to day game in serbia actually in belgrade and number one that i'm thinking of is i am this shiny thing that has traveled the world lives this interesting lifestyle is here for a few months and and you are this shiny shiny thing thing that has traveled to a lot of places that's traveled a lot of places is black is from new york so we're we're shiny interesting guys here when you talk to us no one knows that until they talk to us though Yes, and when you go on a date, you or even in a set or when texting, you have to understand are they interested in you or are they interested in you because you're just interesting thing that they don't see a lot of people like that here. You're higher value than the local guys and they want to hang out with you, but it doesn't necessarily mean they want to, they're interested in you as a man. So that is one really big important thing I learned here is to understand who. I should spend my time with and who I shouldn't spend my time with and that also that includes obviously things like texting if I'm texting with her and and she enjoys the texting but for whatever reason can't come out delete the number forget the chick she's interested in you with with the idea of you but she's not interested in, in actually going out with you or I would go on a date and it seem it would seem it's going really well and they would actually kind of flirt with me and it's clear they're flirting with me, but I'm not really clear, is this is this man to woman? Is this actually happening? Or is she kind of playing with me because I'm this interesting shiny thing? And the way I tested this is super simple. I just, physical escalation, I went for the kiss. And as I went for the kiss, I got rejected and she never came out again. So you have to if you're not sure what's happening, whether she's actually interested in you as a man, escalate physically. Okay, maybe first date is, depending <laughs> on who you're going out with, if you're gonna try to kiss her on a first date, most times it will not work out. I actually did first dates here very differently than I do in any other place, but let's talk about it a bit later. It's actually the same here, but we'll get to it. Yeah, so, uh, I but if if you on a second date you're trying to pull home you're trying to go for the kiss and she doesn't go for it like well she's not really interested in sleeping with sleeping with you so that's really really important learn to filter who is uh, interested in you socially and who is interested in you sexually don't waste your don't waste your time um, and the reason you shouldn't waste your time especially in Belgrade is this is the oh wait should I even say that yeah it's fine. This is one of the few places where you are always two to three minutes away from the next very attractive girl. And I can say that 
it's the one place if I do weasel, actually not weasel, uh, I think there was a time we were walking, we were walking in the evening and we had to like rush. We couldn't like stop to talk to any attractive girls and we are at an intersection and I tell Robert, hey, check her out. And we're both looking and we're like, okay, he's not going to go. I'm not going to go, but we're definitely like, we would definitely go. And it was kind of, ah, well, fuck it. She's gone. We'll never see her again. Literally, I think four minutes later, I'm like, oh shit, there's another one. She's just better. I'm like, oh, I don't feel so bad about not approaching the last one. We just got another one. And that girl leaves. And then two minutes later, another girl and another girl. And I was like, I'll never feel guilty for not approaching if eventually I approach because there's just so many girls who are attractive and they kind of look the same or they're slightly better. You just never miss out, but you have to approach eventually. But you never feel, you can't feel bad for not approaching because there's just a big. Yeah. And also here, be ready to go on three dates. I had this rule when opening check, I would look at a check and I would ask, is she hot enough for me to go on three <laughs> dates with her? And if she's not, I'm not going to open because if you get laid here on the first date or same day late, that's, that's unlikely to happen. You will most likely have to go on several dates and it's, it's, it's unless you, 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 you struck gold, it's, it's gonna take a while. So be ready to go on several dates and, and talking about that. So what I did on my dates here, the first dates, I would do like one and a half hour long date where I would just have coffee and one drink or like two drinks and, and, and I would end it at that and I would even have coffee or like tea and then I would go, to, I would set them early, like maybe like 5.30 because uh, my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was at 8. <laughs> so I would set it at like 5.30, then by 7 I was done with the date, I would have my backpack with all my BGJ gear with me and then I would go train BGJ because... I knew like, or, or you could even do like one date at like 5.30 and another at like 7.30 and do two short dates and, and then, okay, I've done two first dates, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's worthwhile to keep it short sometimes. I know I went on a few dates where the girl only had an hour, but it was fine. Like usually just set up that one date, do the one hour because that, I think it's one of the few places, and I know you discount this, but the girls are actually trying to, get better lives so they'll be like hey i need to go study or go do this thing and so they only have such a show go meet with their friends right and there's just like sometimes there's this short window where you they can meet you for a while and then they have to go do their thing but you, of course when they do want to spend time with you because i know this happened like the girls who need the few days that i went on their girls were they're like hey i need to leave at this time but then i was able to schedule a time when they were completely like i'll be free on this day and they actually showed up so um yeah, we'll get to how the dates were conducted, but usually I would say that, yeah, having a short date, one hour maybe, uh, fine, and then you'll just establish what you need to establish and, and work on the Yeah, and, and the dates I did, I did the first date short, first date short and, and I did actually second dates as cooking dates at my place. <laughs> I, I went straight from very social, very like not sexual first date, which is, by the way, yeah, you don't, touch too many sexual subtopics, anything like that on the first date, I would say here. Again, depending on who you're out with, that's the thing why I don't suggest anyone who has less than maybe like, I don't know, 20 lays, don't come to Belgrade because you have to learn to really, really read the girl and calibrate what you're doing on a date and understand, okay, is, is this like a one date thing? Is this two date thing? Is this three date thing? Is she playing me? Uh, is she just enjoying me, my, my shiny presence? Or is she looking for a husband? Or You have to read all of those things because you're going to waste so much time on dates here. Cause, and if you like that, sh sure. But I think if you're learning game, then there are many, many, many better places to go for game where you will have to learn, you, you will have to improve your game. But as a at the same time, you will not be wasting time. You will be getting results in that city. Whereas here, most likely, you will waste a lot of time. Uh, you will learn something, but will you be able to take all the rejections? And, and it's it's kind of tricky. And will you be able to, to pull the trigger and tell the girl that, well, listen, this is what's happening. If you like it, come over. If not, then let's not waste time. Because the girl I liked here the most, like, damn, I liked her. She, she was like a stunner, <laughs> amazing body, really cool chick. She was, uh, she was, we, we went on a few dates, she was at my place, we did some like light making out and 
And then I invite, she, she, isn't, she doesn't live in Belgrade, and I invited her over for the, for the whole weekend. And then she said, yeah, by the way, like, I can't stay at yours, I'm meeting my friends. And I, I, just, I just sent my long message saying, like, you saying you're not staying at mine is, is the same as you saying, hey, we will 100% not have sex. And you saying that is very similar to if I said we will 100% have sex. If I say we will 100% have sex, it's kind of weird. So you saying we will 100% not have sex is just as weird. And, and I'm fine with not having sex uh, if, if we don't both feel like it. But uh, it's important to me that the option is open. And, and it kind of ended with me, like I told, listen, if you're not interested uh, into me, in me really as a man, then like, let's not waste each other's times. And, and we never wasted each other's times because you have to be strict. You have to draw the line and tell her, listen, this is what's happening. If you're not into it, like I'm not interested in meeting you. So, so that's the thing uh, here. I was stressed in Belgrade. There's so many opportunities. If one is not working out, move fast because you... yeah but then again you don't if you don't have a good enough game you don't know whether it's not working out oh, because you fair. have to take more time or you or she isn't into you and read, reading whether she's not into you or you have to be slower and she's actually really into you that is pretty complicated and and and, and a lot of guys will decide not to see someone who they should actually see and they would see other girls because th th that are just time wasters. And this is important because uh, you will feel like they're really into you. Mm -hmm. Like you will feel, oh my God, she's really into you. She's coming out, she's coming to my place. But... And they, they, they make you feel like, 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 oh, this is a real connection. This is really nice. But when in a lot of cases, it is a waste of time. So even though, yes, I agree with you that, yes, there is always another opportunity if it's sunny, if it's not, forget it. It's a disaster. <laughs> if it's raining or anything else, like it's a disaster. It's like no one outside. It's, it's crazy. But I want to qualify this also. Don't just jump for opportunities because don't be like a headless chicken. Like it's <laughs> terrible. I once, I once, I think when I was in San Francisco, I learned a very vital lesson. We used to do um, every summer. We'd do six. We'd like parties over the weekend in a, a cabin place. And we'd have, uh, the way it was set up is you'd have a lot of au pairs and a lot of people that were kind of expats in San Francisco all drive up to this cabin that was by a lake. You come with sleeping bags. Um, and most of them were Scandinavian. And um, the thing is that the ratio was three to one or four to one, guys, girls to guys. Uh, the first time I went to such a party, I was a headless chicken because like anytime a girl didn't like, work out I'd immediately just switch and at the end of the weekend I had not connected with anybody and I looked back and I was like all right you really need to focus you can't just keep on running around because in the end you just you end up with nothing yeah. it's better to focus and at least take some more time to invest in somebody so yeah uh, yeah and and also Ser Serbia Belgrade is a very social circle or organized kind of everyone's kind of hanging out they're not sometimes they're not going out to bars they're sometimes hanging out at someone's apartment and this is what happened with me. I was going uh, to the gym one day and I saw this really beautiful girl and I opened and she gave me like the biggest shit tests I've ever seen in my life and like, oh my God, like, what do you want from me? Oh my God, you don't know Serbian girl, how to talk to Serbian girls at all. Why are you talking in English? You look Serbian, so you probably speak Serbian. And then she would say, why are you talking to me? You don't look Serbian. And like, she would like not make sense some of the shit that she's saying and... Uh, she would like, and, and she would give me all the fucking shit. So, anyways, and and I took I took her details, and and we had set up a date. She flaked once, but then we set up another date. And she's like, "Hey, I'm actually going to a house party in the evening. Like, hey, you want to come with?" And I was thinking, "Yeah, I don't have any plans. Like, I might as well go to a fucking house party because, like, not the best idea game wise, but <laughs> might try some building some social circle. Let's see how it is. Like, probably not gonna get killed." <laughs> and then she texts me in the evening, "Hey, like, so my friend that we 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 were gonna go to his place with me and my best friend and and with you, but like that guy is sick, so we can't go there. Maybe let's hang out at your place. Me and my best friend, and just like her and her friend." I had seen her for maybe maximum of 10 minutes on the street. She gave me all the biggest shit tests in the world. It was a fucking disaster. And now she shows up at my place 10, 10.30, around 10.30 in the evening with her best friend, uh, 
she didn't look nowhere near as good as she looked in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so in Serbia, it's sometimes opposite. You look her in the street, she really paid paid attention to how she looks, and she shows up for like hanging out. And it's like, oh fuck, like I was kind of like would smash, but would would not approach in the street or wouldn't go on three dates or anything. But no, she was still hot, uh, and and her friend, no, like she was still hot. Her friend was like ah, but but they were both fairly drunk her friend i thought she doesn't speak english she didn't but but her friend was so fucking high she could barely comprehend what's going on in the room and so the story is like this this chick that i met for 10 minutes just shows up late evening at my place without really knowing anything about me and she felt completely fine with it it was super weird turns out she turned out she was a virgin and and then that was the girl who kind of then threatened me afterwards. <laughs> so you have to understand Serbia is Serbia. It's, I call, uh, we were laughing that Serbia is like the Mexico of, of, uh, of, North America, of, of Europe. <laughs> it's close to all the nice places. It's, it's nice enough. Infrastructure is good enough in some ways. In other ways, it's, it's pretty much a shithole. Uh, so it's like a mix of... And that's, that's what makes this place attractive and beautiful to me. So what else do we have to cover? Mm. How you, well, I think we should cover how you got your first day game lay here. My first day game lay in Serbia, Cause, yes, because yeah, yeah, I was you, really you lazy so happy here. when it happened, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, the same delay. <laughs> yeah, because the first time I was here, uh, I, I did went on a few dates. I got one date, I got one lay, but that chick was a Russian. Uh, so my, my, my day game lay the last time I was here was, was Russian and now I, I was here and I, I didn't actually day game that much but I went out, I had to go out, sun was finally out because the first few weeks was just rain, rain, rain and even snow at one point, fuck, what did they come to? <laughs> so, uh, and I was out gaming and actually I saw the chick in Kalamagdan, uh, this... Fortress. Yeah, like dark hair, like a few tattoos, like kind of dark clothes, like a little bit of like a tiny bit of a rebel chick, still very nice looking, very, very cute. And uh, and for whatever reason, I didn't approach and like, I don't know, weaseled out or whatever. And then I'm, I'm doing my day game session. I, I see the same chick later in this underpass next to Zelin Venats where all the buses are and the central market is. And I see her there and I was like, oh shit, I see that chick again. She's probably walking around doing nothing. Maybe I can get the same delay. That's actually what's going on in my head. And I approach her in the underpass, where, by the way, don't, uh, don't approach in underpasses. They're always sketchy. There's always full with people that are trying to sell you shit, scam you. So don't do that unless you are really, really confident that you really know what you're doing. <sighs> Who's going to lift the dog's tail if not me? Remember I told you that left saying. I never understood what that... Like, it's that... like, who's going to say you're amazing if not you? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened the chick and, and her English is pretty pretty bad uh but we're chatting and and she still she wants to chat her english is very limited and and i just asked hey what are you up to and i said oh i have my day off at work i'm just walking around I was like listen i gotta i gotta I, I have this phone call later that i gotta do but i have a bit of time let's go for a coffee and she said, yeah sure and we go for a coffee we go for like a nice place where i used to go for to work with like a glass of wine we go there for coffee and then the bill comes and the beautiful thing about serbian girls so many of them insisted not only on paying for her drinks but for my drinks <laughs> i think like half of the dates the chicks just paid mm -hmm. and even not the second drink like they just wanted to pick up for the first drinks like whoa wow this is weird and the first time i was here i was really resisting that i never let them do that and i realized oh that was a mistake i should have let them do that so anyways we have the coffee and and she seems on like really nice even though again her english super limited and I was like, yeah, like, what are, like, are you into beer? No, no, no. It's like, oh, there's this really cool place. Um, it's, it's almost sunset. Let's go out, like, check out the sunset at the bar. Oh, sure. And we go for the beer. And a questions game, some light physical escalation. And we start talking about, I wonder, like, I, I do this sometimes on dates. So, oh, how are you when you're drunk? What do you behave? Like, are you, because I see you're shy. Like, do you open up and you're a bit more drunk? She's like, oh, yeah, like, actually, like. I'm a different person. Like I was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, so how much do you need to drink to, to be drunk? It's like, oh, like a bottle of wine. And, and I start seeding some, like, watching something. I think I seeded Californication. <laughs> and while I'm doing this, I'm posting in the day game church group chat. It's like, hey, like, fuck, I'm on an eye date. Like, oh my God, in Serbia, this, this is unbelievable. 
and we go to the store to get two bottles of wine and we head over to my place. She's like zero, almost zero resistance. We go to my place. You text me, I hope this happens. I hope this happens. I'm <laughs> posting pictures in the Daygame Church like, group chat. Oh my god, like, I hope this happens. Oh my please, Daygame Gods, please, Daygame Gods. <laughs> so we're at my place and we're watching Californication. We're making out. She's clearly on. Turns out her period had just started, but it's like nothing crazy, just a little bit. And it's like, oh, don't worry, sweetie, that's what the shower is for. Let's just say we didn't even get to go to the shower. There's a vertical full body mirror right next to entrance in my in my bathroom, uh, and we were fucking against the mirror. <laughs> and that was my Serbian same delay. And I kept seeing her over, like I've seen her maybe like four or five times. Uh, made some nice photos of her, both outside drinking uh, beers and both inside, if you know what I mean. Uh, fairly not super traditional girl kind of like mix of traditional and going a bit uh, the rebel way she was really into me actually the last time we met she we were talking about how i'm leaving soon and she actually started crying about that because she really enjoyed our time together and and that is what is beautiful to me I, I don't really when i go to a new city i don't really enjoy that match that just getting like notch after notch after notch like I have done all of that and right now I actually prefer to like meet one or two girls and hang out with those girls in the bedroom and outside of bedroom and yeah basically I prefer seeing girls that I enjoy seeing also outside of just like hey yo what's up let's fuck like just sort of that, that thing uh, it's funny you say that because I cannot just meet someone like, like I always want to do something I feel like it's not valuable for me to just only meet a girl in my apartment because I'm like I want to do a bunch of things I want to go take photos I want to go do videos I want to go eat like you took some nice photos here uh yeah well that was that was more of a rope experience which I wanted to do but uh, I do like to go and do things that I like and just bring someone along so that's how I really do it because if you the way I imagine is if I have x amount of time to live uh, I don't want to have all that just spent in one place, especially if there's uh, there's so many adventures to go on, and I like to do it that way. So tell about our Albanian story. Um, well, so the two stories we have to cover: the pink-haired girl, and then the Albanians. Let's go. Let's do Albanians. Okay, Albanians first. Well, we'll you, touch upon the you pink opened, a bit. That's like short. You, you open no, before before I opened. We were sitting in a bar and we were talking about opening in different <laughs> environments and how you said. Yeah, I can't open in a bar. Like, this is not my environment. No, it? it was because the way the layout was, I would have felt really trapped. You know, it's kind of like one of the reasons I don't like, depending on how the layout is. Uh, in Serbia, a lot of people sit down in, in groups and you have, even in, in a club, you still have like this one table where it's, it's everyone's clustered and there's not as much um, just mixing of groups. Uh, so we go to this... Uh, nice uh turtle pub bar yeah it's a pub that's kind of overlooking uh the river sunset place uh we're sitting at our table and uh i think you mentioned opening people there or something and there were so two like, girls near yeah, the we door were talking that like for me this is normal to open in a bar and yeah. like i don't do bar game but if i'm sitting in a bar like i can open a random table that with the chicks that i like i'll just go up and do my the same yeah. shit I do with day game mostly. And to set the scene for, for all of you, this is not like the bar where you have like the, what is it, the countertop? This is outside. It's like a, a European style um, where you have tables outside and it's like next to the road. So you do have a bar, but it's kind of like outdoor sitting. Thing. Yes. And everyone is sitting at their own table. Yeah. It's not like it's not like you're not mixing with you're other people. You're with there people. with your friends and, and everyone minds their own business. Yeah, and so there was a couple of girls uh, who were seated somewhere near the door. I felt that I didn't want to open that particular pair because just the setting for me was like, I can't run away. Like, this feels so, like, <laughs> it's so claustrophobic, right? And, Every, I like and to, all the tables like are have, next to each other. Yeah, I like to have some open space so that I don't feel, they don't feel trapped, I don't feel trapped, I can just get out and go. So... We had that conversation and randomly at some other point, some other girl passes by that table and for whatever reason you took interest, but you did not bother approaching. 
We drink our drinks and as we're leaving... No, I go to the bathroom. You're the bathroom. Well, and right. she was at the bathroom too. She, she leaves first. And I, I, I noticed that, oh, that was her. Like, she's leaving. And I tried to, like, catch up. And she's, like, already gone. Yeah. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she's gone. So, and then... And then we paid for our drinks. And as we're walking, I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was looking at my camera because I've been taking photos and everything. And all of a sudden, Robert's, like, tapped my shoulder. And like, yo, the girls and I, like, come with me, come with me. They both looked at us. We have an IOI. I'm like, where are we going? And Super IOI. Like, turbo, just, mega, hyper like, IOI. Like, just come with me. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's Let's go. <laughs> And by the time we get there, I'm like so confused. Like he goes, starts talking to the girl he's interested. Uh, and there's this other girl who's pretty pretty, who's rather pretty. But I'm just like, you know, it's imagine someone wakes you up. You've been, you're sleeping in your bed. Someone literally wakes you up. It's like, yo, wake up, wake up, wake up. Gives you a gun and says, we're going to war. And you don't know what the fuck is going on. And it's like, here, take your gun. You'll go in the trenches. And so I'm like, where am I shooting? Who's that? <laughs> and Shoot the chick. <laughs> And that's just a metaphor, but I was literally not prepared for that. So I'm throwing spaghetti while he's doing his whole thing. I'm throwing like spaghetti. And at that point, we have like two separate sets. Yeah. We've separated them, yeah. basically. And I'm standing. I don't have a seat. I'm like in the shadow. She can't see my face. I'm dark already. Uh, but I'm throwing spaghetti in the conversation because uh, I'm still trying to figure out my bearings. Uh, but Robert's already like in his set. Doing my complete thing. like eyebet uh, level. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is that the girl I was talking to was giving me like this attention and I was like, oh, I guess she is into me. But conversational wise, she was not giving me anything. So I just kept on, th again, as I say, just kept the conversation going. Uh, and then, of course, we went back to your thing where you were, you were talking to the girl you're interested in and her friend. They had a, a third friend come in. Yeah, that's, that's like, uh, and I tried to actually figure out, can I get the same delay here? I think that was your goal for that day, right? That was my goal, there. yeah. No, no, like, I just saw the chicken. It was like, oh, I might, like, this might happen. And I tried, like, and I was with my camera. And it's like, oh, yeah, actually, like, everything closes soon. But I was going to go by the river, like, for a walk, snap some photos. Then I'm, like, seeding that. And I was like, hey, let's go. And she's like, I can't now, but another day, da-da-da. And it ended with, like, me never seeing my Albanian chicks living in Serbia. And I never saw my Albanian, but well, Kev fucked her, his Albanian. The way that played out was I number closed mine way sooner than yours because I was like, well, she, she actually keynoted me. That's the funny thing. She did the touching. And uh, I was like, okay, this doesn't usually happen. I've been a, I have enough experience to know what girls don't do when they don't like you. Or they're not into you, and she's doing not that. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll just take the digits and we'll figure this out. Because again, conversation-wise, I was like, I don't know where the hell I am. Um, but she was not giving me any negative energy, so I was like, all right. So I literally got my number way sooner, and then I had to sit there for another, I think, eight minutes while waiting for you to sort out your thing. Um, you just do a group thing. Like, yeah. It's just like group dynamics. You chat with everyone, whatever. Just chilling, go to the bar. And eventually we do leave. Uh, then we go on the whole date planning thing. I ended up going on my first date. Uh, a few, let's see. So I had, we met them on, I think, Friday. I was initially going to meet my girl on Sunday, but I ended up setting it up for Saturday because you were supposed to meet your girl on Saturday. And yeah, we yeah. Like, we were trying to kind of figure out, can we can we bang them on the same day and <laughs> like try to set up a foursome? And like, I was like, I was being uh, creative. <laughs> to what can we actually get done? Right. So, and then she came, she came over to your place, which was like, it's a long story, but fuck it. No, um, so first, first date didn't, like, we just had the date. At yeah, yeah, the second date, she came straight to your yeah, place. Yeah, second date, I, so this is kind of funny. This, this is why we get to the date mechanics. This, these are the dates, all the dates I had in Belgrade. I did not, I usually kino and I usually try to get a kiss in. This was the first time I did not do any of those. I literally did not even attempt to, to try and kiss Okino on the first date. I did do a bit of verbal teasing and escalation when I could, but pretty much was hands off. And uh, for the, that date, what happened is, again, she was kinoing. She'd occasionally touch my arm or like grab it when I spiked, because I had to just spike. Most of the times the conversation wasn't really <laughs> going anywhere. I mean, it was just like, random shit but i would spike and she'd always like find an opportunity to kino uh and that date was about one hour because she did tell me i was like what are you doing later because i was trying to figure out where to take her 
uh, whether to like seed woman and like go get glasses and she's like, oh, I'm going to go meet my friend. My friend's leaving town. She's going back to Albania. I need to go like hang out with her. So in my head, I was like, all right, this is not happening today. Uh, but what ended up uh, seeding was like, hey, we'll get wine another time because I found out what kind of wine she liked. Uh, and after that date, so for planning the next date, <laughs> for one, I feel like she had kinoed enough that if I didn't go ahead and pull the trigger, she was just going to probably get bored. So my second date was just like, hey, uh, let's get wine. Like, I have a bottle of wine. Would, would you like to split it with me? And uh, she pretty much understood uh, that she was just going to come straight to mine for wine. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Uh, so, um, what's your kind of general general idea of Serbia, of Belgrade. Belgrade, the game of Belgrade, because Serbia and Belgrade is yeah, two yeah. very different things. Serbia so. is such a big place. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I was just very lucky or those, or I mean, they always say luck is opportunity and preparation, so. Preparation being yeah, a big part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd want to come back and see how it plays out, but I feel a lot more comfortable or more familiar now than the very first time. And uh, I kind of have an idea of how to play things out. Uh, so it would, we'd have to wait and see what it looks like the third time I'm here. Yeah, so for me, it's... Fourth time I'm here. For me, it's... Uh, well, you need to be ready for a lot of blowouts. Same. You need to have very solid game here. So uh, as all, uh, just as I said before, if you have less than 20 day game plays, then there are so many better places to go to and... If you still want to come here, come here, but I told, like, if someone with, with more experience tells you that you're making a mistake, then, well, maybe listen to them, or, yeah. or don't, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> the options are Prague, to be honest. <laughs> That's easy, yeah. So, so the thing is, you have to understand that a lot of, a lot of blowouts are really short sets, uh, a lot of, kind of, you need very high level of game, you have to go on more dates, you have to be able to read who's into you just as a friend, and who actually is interested in you. Uh, they are very flaky when they go out with friends and the more social life, the more the Belgrade livens up, the more f the, the flakier they become because social circle, they have their friends, that's important to them. They, they will very often rather go out with a friend yeah. than, than on a date. And we were lucky because it's COVID time and bars are kind of open, clubs are closed, splavs are closed. So they don't really have a lot of shit to do. And that's why I think it's easier to get them out now. But if you come here when the COVID is over or when the clubs are open or when the bars stay open longer than 10 a.m., 10 p.m. when everything has to close and it does close, uh, it does close at, yeah. at 10 p.m. Yeah. So I think it's it's harder. So is it a good city to come yeah. over for? Definitely. If you're, if you're good at the game, if you have 20 or more day game plays uh, and you want to improve your game and really learn my kind of like small calibration things with, with more traditional girls, Definitely an amazing place. Uh, if the, if after the first time I was sure that I, I I don't like this place, it was not I was not ready for it. Then now I'm like I'm 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 very certain that it is very doable with 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 what I know, uh, and I will come back most likely next spring for definitely more than more than more than a month because uh, I think these girls are okay they are really cool if you want to spend uh, more time than just a few weeks mm -hmm. with them if you come here for a few weeks per month I, I think it's like a waste of time this is not the place to come to but if you come for a longer time and have a really good game this is an incredible city for day game yeah and I would say that yeah, if, if someone's a beginner you don't want to come here and hold and have your whole ego with you because the, the experience is very different and it's, it's kind of funny I do appreciate uh, approaching in Belgrade versus New York for one because the feedback is very direct uh, if someone's not into you they really are just going to be they're not into you that's good because then you can move on to the next person and the next there's always someone who's equally attractive literally around the corner if not literally passing you by well in another uh, interaction so that's one thing I do like um, I think I'm okay with uh, the multiple date thing because the I found that a lot of girls here who are attractive are also smart, which is a very weird thing that I don't like intellectually smart and they actually use their brains, right? They're people who are smart and they're just like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. But uh, it was such a, a, a contrast because the girl, one of 
the girl that I actually met, uh, one of the Dagim girls I met, the Serbian Russian, she uh, is doing programming, uh, <laughs> plays video games all the time. Uh, part of the date thing was like, hey, what GPU she runs in her mini tower and like some of the games she plays. But if you looked at her, she's like fucking smoking, attractive. Uh, Robert's seen her. She's just like super attractive and she's not socially awkward, which is ironic because you'd think that people who are like playing games or like no things, who are no technical things will probably be socially awkward. No, she's not. She's actually very uh, socially fluid. And that kind of, for me, I appreciate that. I love it. So I'd spend more time. I'd actually invest more time just to kind of meet people like that because it just works out for me. And uh, yeah, and I think it also will set one up to be much better at how they do the interactions and how they center themselves, especially when things are not going well or when you have to cancel and reschedule or people just don't make time for you. Um, the girls definitely, I didn't feel like they prioritized the day game person they met over everything else in their lives. They prioritize everything else in their lives over you. You come last to uh, everything. I didn't feel like that. With, I don't know. On, with some chicks maybe, but... but well, sh- not so much that they won't meet, but they. I think there's a lot of things that... I mean, I go with the sense that they prioritize certain things in life, other things in their lives yeah. at the moment. Well, we will hear her life and that's pretty cool. Well, guys, so that's, I think, all we wanted to tell about Belgrade. We've been doing this for over an hour, so let's wrap up. Uh, I'm leaving Belgrade. Well, by the time this is out, I'm already away. And then we're going to our secret location in July with me, Mr. T, uh, Mario, Paolo. David's probably joining us and a few students that I'm taking there. And then in early August, I might be in Ukraine for a very short time. and then the September is kind of, August might be split between Riga and Spain. I think I might go to Spain. And in September, I'm most likely going to New York City if they let me in, if they lift the Schengen restrictions. So if you want to do any coaching in Europe, then you have to let me know fast because I'm fully booked in June. I'm fully booked in July. And I have August left, so August is your pretty much last chance to get any infield day game coaching in Europe. And after that, if you want to do something in New York in September, hit me up. And later I'll be moving south to Mexico and Colombia and a few other places in Central and South America. Thank you for watching, guys. If you like this video, give this a thumbs up. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or like Apple Podcasts now, then either give this... If you're listening to this on Spotify, follow this podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then leave this podcast a five-star review. Tell what you think about it. Those things simply help me get my content out in front of more people and help and give them my step-by-step technical advice about day game and how to get laid and how fun life. Thank you for watching and bye guys. Ciao.